welcome to I'm Jealous, hosted by me, Vicki Cato. This podcast tells the story of my journey to finding myself and starting my business. Hi, I'm recording this in my car, so I hope that the audio quality is going to be at least somewhat decent. Um, but you know, sometimes you got to just make time wherever you can. And I'm waiting to pick up a prescription from uh, Shoppers Drug Mart. So it's like a long line and they were like, oh, you can either wait. It's going to be like an hour or we can just do it for tomorrow. And I was like, well, I'm already here. So I guess I'm just going to wait around for an hour. And if that's the case, I might as well get something done. I have a bunch of shit on my to-do list. But number one, I was like, well, let me record my podcast. I'm not sure about my priorities, honestly, because there's a lot of other things that I should probably be doing, but for some reason, recording my podcast, just it's always just up there on what needs to get done. I just, yeah, I prioritize it. So anyways, um, how are you? <laughs> it's me. It's Vicky. This is the I'm Jealous podcast. Sorry about the rambling uh, intro. Um, this week's episode is going to be, I mean, who knows? Let's see where the day takes us. I'm going to give a little bit of an update on where things are at with the business. I'm not sure if I did last time. I think I just got carried away with talking and just lost my mind, but basically not that much has changed, um, from last week to this week. I mean, I'm waiting on my fabric. I still think it's a good idea for me to wait for my secondary fabric because now that I'm getting in more information on cost, I really think that it would be cost prohibitive if I were to go with my initial fabric that I did all of my samples in. So, I mean, that's unfortunate, but at least I know that that is still there. And if I test this fabric and it just doesn't work, then I will just have to go and get the more expensive fabric. But Honestly, I got back a quote from my uh, sample maker and she told me what it would be to do just a small production run with her. And I knew it was going to be expensive because the factory um, here in Calgary told me that to do just a pretty basic pair of like trouser pants would probably be around $30. But that's just assuming it's like, you know, pretty basic. So Um, not a bunch of pockets. I also have an elastic waistband, so stuff like that would be extra. And they said that it would probably be around $30. So then to think of her, my sample maker doing it, I knew it would be more expensive, but it's almost double that. So when I factor that in, plus the cost of fabric, um, it just seems like it would be too difficult for me to try to sell at that price point. So by choosing a different fabric, I should be able to bring my price down a little bit, like not that much, but still better. So I'm definitely just going to wait for my other test fabric that is um, a little bit less expensive. And in the meantime, I really do want to focus on getting kind of a good handle on my... um awareness like reaching out to people trying to build some sort of a community I've been really thinking about TikTok more um, and this is I don't know it's something that's been on my mind to do for a while and I think I just talk myself out of it I get really scared and anxious about it just because I haven't done any posting on it but it was very similar to when I first started posting on Instagram so I mean 
I think it's just one of those things that you just have to do it and you get better at it and just don't kind of don't don't let that fear stop you but so far it has <laughs> so I'm definitely going to try to work to overcome that and just start posting the good thing about what I've heard for TikTok is that it is a little bit less um, polished so you can you can have an old phone like I do you don't have to have like perfect visuals or anything like that or perfect sound and just from me being on there the other day I started following a couple of people and they're they're funny and I really do like their TikToks, but they're not like the most highly produced and edited types of videos. They're just pretty basic. Like there was this one, there was this one girl, um, who posted a TikTok and she was basically, I'm, I'm pretty sure she was drunk and she was just talking shit about how like her best friend came over and was just like, you know, her best friend had gotten into a fight with her boyfriend. So then she's like, yeah, I'm, I'll just pick a fight with my boyfriend and get, tell him to get the fuck out. And she did. And I was like, that's hilarious. Because I would totally do that. It's like, hey, solidarity. But she was like, it wasn't a serious fight. And I knew he was going to come home really soon afterwards. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah, let's be on the same page about hating men and just be able to like have some girl time and I'd, it was just really funny like the way she said it but it, the video itself wasn't anything special it was like she was in her kitchen you know it was kind of dark kind of grainy and yeah she was just having a good time and so I was like okay this video has like thousands of likes I mean <laughs> and there's nothing really too special about it except for that it's extremely relatable and funny and that's one thing that I worry about too because I'm not super funny um I don't think that's like my jam I wish that I was funnier but then when I watch other people's like funny reels and tiktoks and shit I'm like I don't know that I could do that like just especially without really giving it much like thought like it would take me a long time to put something funny together and then I think maybe it might lose that um like kind of authenticity that the good TikToks have where it does feel like oh this is just very much like real like who they are um so yeah I don't know I don't know if you can be good at TikTok if you're not a naturally funny person so we'll see I'm gonna test it out and just try to be myself as much as possible and if I'm not gonna be able to go like the funny route then maybe I can maybe I can just go for like more educational or more like and I don't even want to say educational I think when I had talked to Yana the social uh the social media marketing girl um she she asked me to kind of like fill out a little bit of information about me and my brand voice and stuff like that. And so I had used the term like, um, like a big sister vibe. Right. And she was like, that totally comes across in your Instagram, uh, captions and stuff like that. And I think that's probably more so what I'm aiming for is like, instead of being like educational in a very, know-it-all type of way I think it would be nice to just be from like you know a big sister who does not have all of her shit together but is just trying to give you all of the knowledge and information that she has um because I am a big sister and so I'm kind of used to doing that 
giving unsolicited advice and caring more about my siblings than I do about myself. So I think that would feel really good and authentic to me. And so I'm just still trying to figure out what that's going to look like. But like I said, that has been one of the things that I'm like, okay, in this time now that I'm waiting for my fabric, I want to really focus on working on outreach and building community and starting to get better at um, just like consistency, like posting consistently and kind of knowing more what I'm going to post. It is something that I think is just going to come with time. And when I look at other brands, it's funny because I'll see some that are very consistent from the beginning. Like you can see their colors and their images like they all seem very similar from like when they started you know five years ago up until the present it still kind of carries through whereas I see others where you can see like you can see changes right from when they started up into uh, up until now and so I'm trying to just let myself you know get okay with that where I don't have to feel held back by like oh if I make one choice I'm gonna have to stick with it forever so and that's intellectually speaking I'm telling myself that but it's still it still is holding me back but I'm hoping that just doing it and the more that I do it I am going to get better and I will start to build that consistency and doing that now while I don't have a product to sell I do feel like it's a little bit easier because as soon as I do have the product to sell, I think it might feel a little bit more stressful. Whereas now it's like, okay, I'm prepping for that, but I haven't actually stepped across that threshold of like, oh my God, I have a store right now. I'm supposed to be directing people to my store. So it just feels a little bit more um, just chill, you know? So hopefully now would be the time to figure all that stuff out and it is um, on my list of things to do is to work on that, the awareness, the outreach and that type of thing and then also figuring out TikTok because like I said, Instagram for me has been not the greatest. It's, It's now that I've done it for a while, I do feel more comfortable on the platform but I still haven't found that I've had very much like uptick in terms of people actually going onto my website and um, signing up for my newsletter and stuff like that. I haven't seen a lot of that coming from um, Instagram. So I'm looking into other ways that I can start to grow my email list. And I'm thinking, one, I'm going to have to just like start asking people, like just one by one, start reaching out to people, DMing people and doing it like that. The other thing is the opt-in offer. I'm still really thinking about how I can use that. It's something that I've been talking about for a while and I feel stupid that I still haven't actually completed anything because we're in February now and I remember thinking that over the December holidays that I was going to get my opt-in offer like done and ready to go um, for the beginning of the new year and I still haven't really touched it at all. So... I want to have my opt-in offer done before the end of February. So I'm putting it out there. I'm saying it to you. Please hold me accountable. If you do not see any type of opt-in offer, please reach out because I need to get it done. You know, I don't know for sure if it's going to make any kind of like huge difference, but in Factory 45, Shannon does 
harp on that quite a bit and I feel like since she has seen so many um fashion designers or would-be fashion designers going through her program she has seen whether it works or not so if she's saying do this I feel like it's because it works and so I need to at least try to do it even if it doesn't it you can't it doesn't hurt to at least try right um so I definitely want to do that before the end of February that's another thing on my to-do list while I'm waiting for my fabric I am really hoping that I will have the fabric by the end of this week um, but there have been so many delays that I can't really necessarily plan for that so I've just been trying to be patient with myself and not and just kind of think of this as like okay this is a little bit of a breather that you're getting right now where you're waiting for the fabric like this is actually not a bad thing this is just time for you to kind of get your thoughts together understand what things you really do want to change and you know work on different kinds of strategies that will help you when it is time to launch so it's been nice actually having this little bit of a break and not having to feel so rushed about things. Um, it was great that I did get all of the um, fit testing done and getting some pictures taken and stuff like that. I think that was really great. Um, in terms of my sizing, because that's another thing on my to-do list um, while I'm waiting for my fabric is to finalize all of my adjustments that I want to see on the final pants. And the one of the big ones is sizing. So what I noticed is that I I would say I'm normally like a medium or a large depending on the brand. Like if I shop at Old Navy, I can probably wear a medium most of the time. Um at other brands, I feel like they're not as generous with their sizes, so I would probably be more of a large. Um, and then with my brand, I was like, okay, I want to be the medium, but me being not really a medium and then making me a medium is making people that are smaller than me, um, not able to fit into the smaller sizes. Do you know what I mean? Because like normally my sister would probably be a size small, maybe even a medium in some stores. Right. But wearing my pants wearing a small they seem way too big on her so I'm like okay so then she would have to go down to an extra small but someone who is smaller than my sister would just not be able to buy my pants and I feel like my sister I would say is probably I think she's a pretty petite person but I don't think that she is so petite that there's not a lot of people smaller than her do you know what I mean so it's just making me rethink my sizing and potentially um, change it so that my pants, me and my pants is a large, and then my sister would be a small, right? And then a medium would be like, okay, if I wanted a tighter fit, then I could go to a medium or I could be a large. So I'm, I'm still trying to work out all of that stuff. I have notes on it, but I just need to put everything together so that as soon as I do get my fabric, I can go to my sample maker and say, okay, these are the adjustments that I want to see in this next recut. And then we'll be able to just go ahead and do that. And then hopefully, as long as everything looks good from there, then we can start with our small production run. Um, and once we do that, then I can actually start with the photography. And I mean, 
ideally I would have all of that done before the end of March. And this date just keeps getting pushed and pushed and pushed, which makes me feel really stupid. But I'm, like I said, I'm just trying to not take any of that on and just see it as like any extra time that I'm getting now is a good thing and I don't need to feel rushed. Like, yes, it would be great to be able to say, yes, I'm launching um, on March 8th, which was my original date. But if I'm not able to, that's just more time that I can spend working on building that consistency, building a connected community and doing all of that sort of stuff. So I'm taking it sort of as like a blessing and not like a curse. And I'm just trying to change my mindset because it is still difficult for me. And I do still feel like an idiot whenever I think about how long this has taken Um, and when people ask me and it's like oh no I still I'm still not ready you know but yeah I'm trying to just let that go and I actually have been like this past few weeks when I have been just waiting for the fabric I've been okay with it just knowing that I do kind of have a plan in place as to what needs to get done and I do feel like I have been getting stuff done. I've been starting to work on my blog posts. Check them out. It's at nikato.com. I've posted one blog post a week the last three or four weeks and I was supposed to post one this past week as well um, but I didn't and I was actually originally I had planned to do every other week for blog posts but then I just kind of got into a groove and doing it weekly felt manageable Um, and I do kind of want to stick with that but I kind of told myself that you can do it every two weeks so if you miss a week don't feel like you're failing just try to like catch back up and I also have some um kind of like half started or you know repurposed content too that I can like pull from so I knew I know that if I needed to do a blog post tomorrow I have something that's like ready to go it's just that you know sometimes I feel like oh I don't want to post that I want to post something different I have this thing in my mind or on my heart that I want to post and so then that thing that I have kind of ready to go doesn't get posted But then I also don't have time to work on this new idea that I have either. So then nothing gets posted. So I think I just need to get better at posting something. So even that thing that I have started and mostly done, I just need to post it. Like as soon as I'm saying it out loud, I'm like, girl, why don't you just post that one? Even while you're working on the other one, you can still post that one. So I'm going to do that. Um, (laughs) I'm definitely going to do that. But the blog posting has gotten better. Um, What else? Instagram is still hard. TikTok I'm going to try for. Definitely, like I I told myself I was going to do it today, but I had a training class with my dog today and then now I'm going to pick up my husband's prescription. I still haven't had supper. So I don't think I'm going to start with the TikTok today, but hopefully I will start it for tomorrow and I'll be able to just get going on that. And what Yana said too is that like, the thing with TikTok is that you have to post like every day. Like every day on TikTok is like not a big deal because some people post like, you know, a hundred times a day. Do you know what I mean? And so it's short, you know, clips and it doesn't have to be super edited. So just start posting and try to post every day. So I'm going to try to make it just like a little bit of a routine and try to also stick to some sort of like a format too. Um, 
and I'm thinking for the format because I was mentioning last week how I really want the community around this brand to be about women and work so whether it's working for yourself as an entrepreneur or working in you know a more corporate environment where you are working for someone else I want it to be where we can have those types of discussions and you can share your thoughts and also get advice and feedback and support from other women who are in similar situations Um, I find it extremely helpful and I think if I would have had more of that Um, I probably would have done better in my career. Um, I don't know. It's hard because it's not necessarily a mentor that I think I need because I've had more formal type of like mentorship relationships, which can be really great. But I think it's also really good to just have connections with women who are in similar places in their careers so that One, they can keep you in mind if something does come up. Um, And then two, you can bounce ideas off of them too, where it's like when you're feeling like, oh, is this weird that this and this happened? And you're not really sure. And I think things like that come up at work quite a bit where it's like, it won't be anything blatant or in your face when it's like, you know, sexual harassment, a guy might not like smack your ass these days, but maybe he'll make like, kind of a dirty joke and it's like hmm I'm not sure about that like should I say something about that am I being sensitive and then it's nice to have someone who is in a similar position or a similar career um, be able to talk about that right Um, or even a similar type of industry too because now that I'm working for more of like a manufacturing company I've been noticing some changes there too where it's like okay I am all I love like a comfortable work environment where I can, you know, say bad words and just kind of chill. But for some people that would be uncomfortable. And I often wonder if we get away with more being in a manufacturing environment and it is predominantly male um, and that maybe I need to do more to speak up and not let a lot of these things slide. Um But yeah, it's tough to know, right? And so I think that it would be nice to be able to have, you know, just a community of women where we can have those those little chats. And I'm thinking that that's kind of what I want to have on my um, TikTok, where it's just like thoughts and discussions and like, I don't know, anecdotes maybe about work and about entrepreneurship. Because I, for me, I'm thinking I'll probably be working at a day job my day job for a while you know I kind of told myself that this first year that I'm in business where I'm actually selling because it's been almost a year already where I decided I wanted to start a business and I started putting in the research and the work and spending money on it Um, that's been about a year now so I haven't launched yet Um, I'm thinking that the first year after launch is not going to be necessarily a profitable one Um, ideally I will be able to break even and build awareness and I think those are probably my main goals Um, but yeah I feel like knowing that having that um, regular nine to five income 
is going to be necessary. And so I will kind of be balancing those two things for probably a little while. Um, hopefully not that that long though, <laughs> but, but it will probably be a while. And I don't want to like, I don't want to force it faster where the, where I start feeling like overwhelmed by the fact that, oh my God, I need to make this business make money. Like I want it to make money obviously, but I also want to give it time to like nurture it and grow it and have it be more, more intentional because sometimes that's the other thing. Like now I've been part of so many different kinds of like Facebook groups and stuff and I don't like how thirsty some entrepreneurs are and that's like not at all what I want. That's like the complete opposite of the vibe that I want to give out. I want to give out a vibe like one, I want you to join this community. I want you to feel like this is a place where you can come and connect with other women and be part of something really cool, right? And then on top of that, I want you to have these cute, comfortable pants, right? And that's like a bonus. And I also want it to be like, this is something that you will love and you are going to enjoy this. So I'm not going to try to force this down your throat. If you have something that you um, already love and you're not looking for anything else, that's cool. You can still come to the party, right? But I also want it to be an option where it's like, hey, you know, I struggle to find pants that I like that fit and here is something that as a working woman you can have where it is something that's comfortable that fits and all of that stuff so this is like a benefit for you not as in like oh you're doing me a huge favor by buying my pants I don't want it to be like that obviously it's going to be like that at first because my friends and family are probably going to be the ones that buy it at first but I just mean for the general public, I don't want it to seem like a pity purchase where it's like, oh my God, this person is like harassing me to like buy these pants. Like, I guess I'll just buy them. I want it to be like, oh my God, these are so cute. Number one. Number two, I feel like I would really get a lot of use out of them. They're super comfortable. You know, they're made sustainably. They align with my values, all of that stuff. And then I also want to support this, you know, this woman and this community and all of that stuff too so I want that to be part of it but I don't want it to be like the leading thing right and I think what I've seen with some other entrepreneurs is that it can start to feel very like icky where it seems like they're really pushing this on you and I don't want that and so I think having my day job and being able to know that I'm still able to pay my bills and stuff I I won't feel that same type of like urgency to like oh you have to buy this this is the best thing and that could be a good thing and it could be a bad thing like I don't know maybe that hunger and not having it maybe that could be detrimental um we're just gonna have to wait and see but I think for me I'm seeing it as a good thing because it will be more like you are a part of this brand and I want you to be here because you want to be not because you feel forced to be here and I want it to just feel easy breezy not like not like an MLM not where they're trying to like really push it on you like I don't want that so I'm gonna have to definitely find some balance there but I do feel like from what I've kind of worked out in my mind is that keeping my day job is going to allow me to have a little bit more flexibility with um, 
my sales targets, I'll say. So, yeah, I guess that's that. I still got some time. The prescription isn't ready yet. <laughs> um, the other thing that I wanted to talk about. So, yes, I'm trying to build a community centered around work. I'm going to try doing it on TikTok and we'll see how that goes. But the other thing I was thinking, too, is like by posting things on TikTok, I should be able to just like spitball and like brainstorm and just see what sticks see what things people like relate to more and I think that's one of the things that I have to get out of my way on because I've been thinking about these things for like such a long time like okay I gotta do this I gotta do that and but it could just be like trial and error right where I'm just gonna you know kind of dick around and just see what happens you know it doesn't have to be this like completely planned out thing it could just be like I'm going to get on my phone and talk about how my day was at work or I'm gonna get on my phone and talk about how frustrated I was about the shipping delays with fabric or you know how scared I was about this or sad about this or elated about something else like like when I found out that I was accepted into Free Label's incubator program, I wish I would have recorded that like reaction. Like I was so, so happy. Like it was just, it just felt like such a, such a win after feeling like such a loser. And yeah, I wish I would have, I would have recorded that because it was a pretty epic moment. Um, but yeah, the other thing that I wanted to mention was pricing. I do want to do a full episode on pricing and I think I said last week that this episode was going to be on pricing and I mean I guess it still could be but I I think I should just have a special episode specifically for pricing and just talk all about that so for now I will just leave it at that did we even have a topic I don't know I guess it was just rambling and I mean you know me by now if you're a listener who's been listening for a little while you know that this is just kind of how it goes sometimes I will try to have like a full-on topic next week and it probably is going to be pricing but who knows it could be something else um I do have have a quote of the week so let's take a quick break and then I will come back with the quote of the week So this past weekend was the Super Bowl and during the Super Bowl there was this one commercial and I'm pretty sure that I've seen it before but it's an H&R Block commercial and the guy in the commercial says um, not all prisons have bars and he's talking about work so it's all about like filing your tax returns and stuff like that and she says something like oh what do you do for work and he's like oh not all prisons have bars some actually have casual Fridays and I was just like yeah (laughs) yeah man it really does feel like a prison sometimes especially when it's something that it's like you feel really silly and privileged to even complain about it and so then it's like I can't even talk about how unhappy I am because to anyone else this is going to sound so ridiculous like oh you're not happy working in a nice office environment with kind people who are nice to you um and it's a safe environment you get paid a decent salary like you have full benefits you get three weeks of vacation and you're not happy with that and 
I feel for me that does feel like a prison you know if it was something that was a little bit more like in your face where people were awful and it was like terrible working conditions then I think it would probably be easier to like just say hey I can't do this I've got to leave this isn't good for me but when you don't have those terrible terrible conditions it's a lot easier to just stay and just feel like no there's something wrong with me I need to just make this work and that feels like a prison so when I when I saw the commercial I thought it was super funny and really hilarious but the quote itself really did stick in my mind and so I just wanted to share that with you since we had this little discussion today about work uh, the quote of the week is not all prisons have bars so I will leave you with that hopefully you are not in a prison that doesn't have bars (laughs) hopefully I'm the only one feeling this type of like I don't know hopelessness in my job (laughs) oh my goodness um but yeah let me know get in contact with me you can email me you can dm me all the information will be in the episode description so thank you for listening and I will talk to you next week bye for listening. 